Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Buffett is a COD fan. Who knew? Your news update and trading oopsies on this edition of Arbitrage, State of the Bands weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage, State of the Bands weekend for February 19th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. SpaceX's Elon Musk said Thursday that the first critical flight of his towering spaceship, the world's most powerful rocket ever built, could come in another month or two. While he anticipates failures, he's confident Starship will reach orbit by the end of this year. Musk provided his first major Starship update in more than two years while standing alongside the 390-foot rocket at SpaceX's Texas spaceport. He urged the nighttime crowd, let's make this real. This is some really wild stuff here, he said. In fact, it's hard to believe it's real. NASA plans to use the fully reusable Starship to land astronauts on the moon as early as 2025. Wholesale inflation in the United States surged again last month, rising 9.7% from a year earlier in a sign that price pressures remain high on all levels of the economy. The Labor Department said Tuesday that its producer price index, which measures inflation before it reaches consumers, jumped 1% from December. The year-over-year increase was down from the record 9.8% recorded in both November and December, but that was well above what economists had been expecting. Excluding volatile food and energy prices, wholesale inflation rose. General Motors says it will start making Chevrolet Volt electric vehicles again in early April after an eight-month pause due to a series of battery fire recalls. The automaker said Tuesday that battery supplier LG Energy Solutions is now making enough to supply replacement modules for the recalls as well as to resume production. The company will start making hatchback and SUV versions of the Bolt on April 4th at a factory north of Detroit. Those should start reaching dealers a few weeks later. Vehicles on dealer lots at the time of the recalls can be sold once battery modules are replaced. A Russian gallery says one of its security guards has vandalized an avant-garde painting on loan from the company's top art repository by drawing eyes on the picture's deliberately featureless faces. It said the damage can be repaired. The Yeltsin Center in Ekaterinburg said the vandalism of the painting Three Figures by Anna Lepotskaya occurred December 7th. It said the suspected culprit worked for a private company providing security at the gallery. The painting, dating from the 1930s, shows three torsos and heads with hair with no facial features. 
The Vandal drew eyes on two of them with a ballpoint pen. The Yeltsin Center said the painting has been sent for restoration to the State Tretiakov Gallery in Moscow, which owns it. Would you willingly live like a prisoner for a day or two or four? Hundreds of people have jumped at just that chance in the Swiss city of Zurich, volunteering to take part in an open house of sorts for a new jail before the facility accepts its first inmates. Details of the March 24th to 27th test run are still being worked out, but Zurich Corrections Authority said Thursday that they received 832 applications for an as-yet undecided number of spots. More after this on Arbitrage, State of the Band's Weekend. Stick around. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's State of the Band's blog includes Your Face or Mine, Warren Buffett Gaming the System, and Royce and I inevitably talk politics. All of this and more on this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now, let's go to the Chief Executive Officer of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, how's it going this week? Uh, a lot of stuff been going on out there, especially with NFTs. I don't even know. You know, we had that NFT house last week. Yeah, how did week? that go left? That kind of, well, <laughs> there's, there's, a bigger, <laughs> there's a bigger story involved in that. But let's just say that it got sold. It got sold for around, uh, I believe it was two ETH. Two or 200? 200 ETH. I'm like, because if sorry, two ETH, 200, I would definitely jump I'm in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wrong. 210 ETH. Okay, I couldn't do that. 210 ETH, yeah. Next time, though. Next, Next time. time. But yeah, there's NFTs all over the place. and uh, So what about automation? Why haven't we gotten <laughs> into AI or computers making art and then making those NFTs and then selling those for astronomical amounts of money? Once again, you're reading the script. Hey, I got to do something. Right. <laughs> That's why I'm here, right? So an interesting thing has happened. There's AI-generated art now. Um, it's it's kind of an ethereal feel, makes them kind of non-human, um, clearly made from some outline, but there are others that just don't quite look right. Uh, and these things are being used as NFTs. So That's brilliant. It is brilliant. It is brilliant, and if you're tech-savvy, you can develop your own AI and basically plug in plug-ins and see how things come out. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how many ways uh, we as humans find to make money from thin air. Gotta love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
So, so what's going on uh, with Meta? I heard that basically because of all stuff that's going on and the use of AI and all the stuff in the metaverse, NFTs, uh, Facebook got into a little bit of hot water because they were using... Royce, it's a face-off. Oh, dear. All right, fine. <laughs> one point for Josh. My one joke <laughs> the entire show. So, facial recognition. Everybody knows about this, and, and, and they're batting back and forth the privacy laws and, and trying to figure out what's going on with that. Well, Facebook had a feature that had what they called rag suggestions. What rag suggestions were, were facial recognition to encourage users to link photos to their friends' profiles. Yeah, tag this person, tag that person. And by the way, oh, um, well, we're going to take a look at this and give it to third-party companies. Well, Those are biometrics. Can't do that. Right. So <laughs> the Texas AG said, nah, I don't like that at all, y'all. Let's take them to court. And that's exactly what's happening. There's something called uh, the Capture or Use of Biometric Identifier Act and the Destructive Trade Practices Act, and uh, $25,000 per violation. So let's see how uh, me how deep Meta's pockets are, I guess. So Facebook's going bankrupt. That's what I hear. <laughs> well, at 25000 per, and even one photo could cost them, you know, if it's a group shot, man. <laughs> there we go. It was shut down November of last year, but there's no telling how many violations they actually have. We'll follow this lawsuit because it's going to be interesting. How do you More get in it? Huh? How do you get in? That's a good question. More after this. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. President Biden couldn't have been more blunt about the risks of cyber attacks spinning out of control. If we end up in a war, a real shooting war with a major power, it's going to be a consequence of a cyber breach of great consequence, he told his intelligence brain trust in July. Now tensions are soaring over Ukraine with Western officials warning about the danger of Russia launching damaging cyber attacks against Ukraine's NATO air allies. While no one is suggesting that it could lead to a full blown-out war between nuclear-armed rivals, the risk of escalation is serious. The danger is in the uncertainty of what crosses a digital red line. Cyber attacks, including those that cripple critical infrastructure with ransomware, have been on the rise for years and often go unpunished. It's unclear how grave a malicious cyber operation by a state actor would have to be to cross the threshold to an act of war. The rules are fuzzy, said Max Smeets, 
director of the European Cyber Conflict Research Initiative. It's not clear what is allowed and what isn't allowed. The United States and other NATO members have threatened crippling sanctions against Russia if it sends troops into Ukraine. Less clear is whether such sanctions, whose secondary effects could also hurt Europe, would be imposed if Russia were to seriously damage Ukrainian critical infrastructure, power, telecommunications, finance, railways, with cyber attacks in lieu of invading. And if the West were to respond harshly to Russian aggression, Moscow could retaliate against NATO nations in cyberspace with an intensity and on a scale previously unseen. A major cyber attack on U.S. targets would almost certainly unleash a muscular response. But what of lesser cyber attacks? Or if Russian President Vladimir Putin restricted them to a NATO member in Europe? Under Article 5 of the organization's treaty, an attack on any of its 30 members is considered an attack on all. But unclear is what it would take to unleash full-scale cyber retaliation, or how bad an attack would have to be to trigger retaliation from NATO's most potent cyber military forces led by the U.S. and Britain. Cyberspace is exceptionally unruly. No arms control treaties exist to put guardrails on state-backed hacking, which is often shielded by plausible deniability as it's often difficult to quickly attribute cyber attacks and intelligence gathering intrusions. The technology is cheap and criminals can act as proxies, further muddying attribution. Freelancers and hacktivists compound the problem. In 2015, the major powers and others agreed on a set of 11 voluntary norms of international cyber behavior at the United Nations, but they are routinely ignored. Russia helped craft them, only to knock Ukraine's power grid offline that winter and set in motion its hack and leak operation to interfere in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Hacking is now a core component of great power conflict. In 2016, NATO formally designated cyberspace a domain of conflict alongside land, sea, and air. Nowhere has the militarization of cyberspace been more clear than in Putin's bid to return Ukraine to Moscow's orbit. Winter attacks on the Ukrainian power grid in 2015 and 2016 were followed by NotPIA, which exacted more than $10 billion in damage globally. More after this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, Royce, we've been talking about gaming a lot lately. It's kind of my wheelhouse. Uh, guess who else is gaming? Um, Slim Shady. No, Berkshire Hathaway, which means Warren Buffett is playing WoW. Okay, I need to... All right, looking for group. Looking for group. <laughs> I know, right? I know. So, l late last year, um, uh, basically fourth quarter uh, 2021, it uh, looks like uh, Berkshire Hathaway released some documents on Monday, uh, filed with regulators like they normally have to do, but it looks like... They got caught. They got caught kind of kind of watching, um, well, Activision Blizzard. And you remember what got sold recently? Oh, yeah, Microsoft, Activision right? Blizzard to yep. Microsoft. Oh, my goodness, what in the world so just happened the here? The big boys are playing together. So, yeah, 15 million shares, valuation uh, looks to be... Um, Nine hundred and seventy-five million. Uh, it's it's huge. It's yeah. it was huge, and so today they're worth one point one nine billion dollars. So they made two hundred million dollars over it. the last couple months. That's it. When Microsoft acquired Activision, they acquired them for sixty-eight point seven billion dollars, which was one of the biggest acquisitions in history. By the way, sent the stock up. Uh, twenty-two percent so far this year. Yeah, congratulations to Warren Buffett. I, I'll see him on my Xbox Series, though. I want to kick his butt in some cod. Uh, hey, do what you got to do, man. I'm just saying. I mean, uh, the the thing is, is that this is such a blatant move. It, it's kind of hard to see this. Warren Buffett has always been just this, this very. You know, he's got this seven rules, and he's got this, you know, this system, and yeah. he, he drinks Diet Coke, and he wears these mm -hmm. pants. So that means he must play WoW. I mean, hey. It, it just, it seems like an out-of-character thing for, for Berkshire Hathaway to take a look at this in this sector. Now... Um, I mean, more, they did do stuff with Chevron this quarter too. That's right? what I was about to say. More, more typical. Uh, he made a, a, a an investment in Chevron, which you know, that's kind of a typical thing with um, with Berkshire Hathaway. I mean, um, they they kind of moved some money around, uh, took uh, some money out of drug makers, put them into petroleum. Um, he's got stakes in Bank of America, Apple, Coca Cola. Um, so I mean, these are these are major stakes that Berkshire Hathaway um, normally makes. But so. don't think that that basically doesn't surprise me with this particular move, 
it's he's not he's not doing in small shares. He's not doing like okay one to two million, and then this suddenly is a fifteen million share. No, he's buying ten million shares of Chevron. You know, eight million shares of uh, Coca Cola, billion dollars. You know, piece for Apple. I mean, when he's yeah. buying, he's buying, right? So he just knows what he wants and knows when he wants a lot of it. Well, it's no it's no surprise that Berkshire Hathaway moves the market, and this is exactly what's happening is the fact that that they saw an opportunity. Who told them about the opportunity? We don't know. Is this insider trading? Kind of, sort of, maybe. Um, it depends but. on where, when, and how. He may have just been lucky because sometimes it's better to be lucky than to be good. Right. I like being lucky. Yeah, I but. like being good. <laughs> <laughs> More after this. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You can go to the bank with these picks, traders, on Winners and Losers, Banks Edition. This winner, up 23%, engages in investment banking activities in Hong Kong, mainland China, the United States, and internationally. The company operates through three segments, investment banking, asset management, and strategic investment. AMTD International, symbol AMTD, starts at 382 a share. Next, this winner up 18%, provides a range of credit and depository banking products and services to individuals and businesses. Republic First Bancorp, symbol FRBK, starts at 418 a share. And this winner, up 17%, provides financial and strategic advisory services to corporations, partnerships, institutions, and governments worldwide. The company offers advisory services related to mergers and acquisitions, divestitures, spinoffs, and other strategic transactions, as well as various stages of a transaction's life cycle ranging from initial structuring and negotiation to final execution. Greenhill & Company, symbol GHL, starts at 448 a share. Losers this week, down 11%. This loser provides commercial and retail banking services to individuals, associations, partnerships, and corporations. The company accepts various deposits including savings accounts, money market deposit accounts, demand deposit accounts, now checking accounts, and IRA and SEP accounts as well as certificates of deposit. Glen Burry Bank Corp, symbol GLBZ, starts at 11.76 a year. Next at 7% down, this loser 
provides various banking products and financial services in India and internationally. It operates through retail banking, wholesale banking, treasury, other banking, life insurance, general insurance, and other segments. ICICI Bank Limited, symbol IBN, starts at $21.77 a share. And last, at 6% down, this loser provides various banking products and services in Louisville, Indianapolis, and Cincinnati. It operates in two segments, Commercial Banking and WMNT. Stockyards Bank Corp., symbol SYBT, starts at $59.43 a share. Winners and Losers is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute advice and trading. Percentages and stock prices were current as of time of recording. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the content of this podcast, but you should seek out the assistance of a licensed professional for investment advice. Next up on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend, Royce and I talk politics. See you there. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. It's going to be election time this November. Again. Again, yeah. All right, let's go vote. Go register. You know, our Congress people and lawmakers, they're so darn honest. I just don't know how I'm going to vote. We're going to have to interrupt this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll continue on. I'll continue on. Josh, don't get me started. <laughs> just know that, yeah, Congress does have a little bit of an unfair advantage and in information that they get access to before we get access to it. Here's the thing, right? So Congress lawmakers know about things on the stock market before the normal guy before you and me right yes but if they ha- if if you make rules that make them have to publish what they're buying and selling then you're tipping off other people which also breaks the law well see that's that's the thing okay and we talked about we we kind of hinted about inside trading when we were talking about Berkshire Hathaway last segment but here here's the question okay uh, the reason why we're bringing this up is because pressure's being building for Congress to pass some legislation that would kind of kind of put the put a ring on this ability to speculate on the stock market because you know there were there were millions of millions of of stocks trading hands in Congress uh, with lawmakers. Uh, Purdue Pharmaceuticals, we're looking at you, uh, pre-pandemic. 
Yeah, uh, I, I know there were a couple of contracts that were negotiated with Pfizer and other other entities uh, for uh, sales in 2020 and 2021. So yeah, um, them knowing that ahead of schedule could have definitely deepened their pockets while a lot of other people were panicking. Yeah, but the big question is here, you know, is it fair? And and the answer is no. Well, well, I can't say it's fair or not fair. And I'll say this. You have to pass the laws, right? And b- having the ability to pass those laws also should not make you be greedy when passing those laws. So, yes, maybe buy a couple shares, but don't bet the farm on it. The other thing is that whole fear of missing out. Most people who get in, they're not smart enough to leave when it's time to go. And they'll ride it all the way up. And guess what? All the way back down. So, Royce, yeah. the Stock Act was signed into law in 2012. What did the Stock Act do? Well, the Stock Act requires lawmakers to disclose their stock sales and purchases. Now, is this public information? Heck no. But it's kind of a thing that needs, needs I think it needs reform at least. Um, they need so to, where would you start? That's a good question because I don't know, man. Um, more disclosure of lobbying activity, maybe, um, try to, try to rein in some of the, the, uh, back room dealing. I don't know, man. What do you do? I mean, it, it's hard because you, you're pro- trying to police your police. That's it. So That's it. who yeah. watches the watchers? Um, the beaters and the um, uh, the snitch. Uh, okay, <laughs> we will we will watch the watchers. We are arbitrage state of the bands weekend. See you Monday. Do not forget we're available twenty four seven at arbitragetrade.com and the very special arbitragetrade.org. Plenty of education there. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage trade.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market